Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I am confused but happy. That sounds about right. Um, look, <laughs> we won't go into it too much, obviously, because we're not, we're not those guys that want to do spoilers on something like this, but... At this point in time, we've both seen The Last Jedi. Um, this actually, we got asked by one of our our friends, Brod, asked us uh, what were our thoughts on The Last Jedi. And completely spoiler-free, I really liked it. Um, and that's all I'm going to say, I think. <laughs> yeah, all I will say is that I thought it was good. I liked it more than I disliked it. And be, to to loop it back into video games, my big t- takeaway is I hate you, EA, because I got home and I sat on my couch and I could have bought a Star Wars game, Joel. I really could have. Yep. But I'm yep. not buying Battlefront 2. So what I'll do tomorrow is I'll hook up my Wii or my GameCube. I'm chucking Rogue Squadron in it and I'm going to have a good old time. I'm When when I come back to Benio for, for Christmas, I'm going to visit you. And I feel like we should have because I, th- I think it was a year ago when we played. It was it was, it was before it, Force Awakens, I think. <laughs> it was yeah, because it was just over a year ago. Oh, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, because I, I think it popped up on my time hop the other day. Yeah, it was on my it was on my that, my that. Facebook on this day. Yeah, um, which was great. Uh, but yeah, uh, so <laughs> Brad, you already know my feelings on this because I saw it with you. So uh, I've spoken. Yeah. I've spoken at length with the people I saw it with tonight with my housemate, with you, and I'm still sort mm-hmm. of sifting and sorting my thoughts on the movie. So it's going to be it's going to be a second viewing before I can I think settle on a decision. I think it's exciting that that's that's how we are after a Star Wars movie cuz Yeah, that's fair. The general like, the general idea with like going into to to Star Wars is like I'm going to see some lightsabers, I'm going to see some force usage, I'm going to see some space battles. Uh and I mean you know, you do, but there's a lot to unpack. Um, so if you haven't seen it, um, what's wrong with you? Go and see it. Gosh. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, and when you have seen it, do some internet searches, um, and you'll see what we're talking about, I guess. Uh, but, uh, that, that was, there we have one question out of the way, Kyron. We've, yeah. we've, we've knocked it out of the park. That was our that was our question, movie Brody. corner. Yeah, exactly. You know, our, our podcast within a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cool. I think we should talk about some video games though, because uh, I played a little bit this week. I've dabbled in things. Not I'm actually serious, but... one of, one of the things you played. I'm very curious to hear your stance on it because it's something I played yeah. a little while ago and wasn't so hot on. This is emphasis on the dabbling, Clara. Oh, okay. You haven't so... played much of it. Yeah, and I'll get into it when when we we start talking about it. But um, cool. So let's talk some video games. Uh, uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Do you uh, want me to, to rip the bandaid off about the the one you're curious about? You go. You go first because we'll, we've got one we can uh, we'll co-op at the end. So you can do what you've been playing. Yep. I'll do what I've been playing, and then we'll go deep on the big one. Awesome. Cool. Uh, cool. So the one that you you were curious on my my thoughts about was uh, of course ukulele. Um, it absolutely so ukulele, was. Yeah, so Ukulele came out this week uh, for the Switch 
finally. Uh, and I backed it when the, the Kickstarter campaign. I actually backed that game while I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> I remember exactly where I was when I, I clicked pledge on that on that Kickstarter campaign. I was in a pizza shop in Phillip Island. And I was like, oh, I was talking to Ash about it. And I was like, this is like, especially like Banjo Kazooie. It's made by the same people, a new team, like a new company made by made up of people from Rare. And, and she's like, oh, that sounds great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to back it, I think. And so I, I backed it, and I backed it for Wii U at the time. Uh, then, obviously, the Wii U died its slow, painful death, unfortunately. And Ooh. they off mm, they offered people who backed it on the Wii U to get switch copies instead or change it to something else completely um which is what so, i did i opted for a ps4 code instead since my logic was mm. i was like oh you know what i'll get it on ps4 play it now and then buy it on switch down the road didn't yeah. happen um well there's a few factors that's probably stopping you from doing that there, though, is, Kyron, there well, is indeed <laughs> um but yeah so finally they announced that it was coming out uh uh, this week, I think it was 14th, December 14th. Yeah, was the release date sure for it was. for the Switch. Um, but uh, I got my copy two days early because they sent out, they got the codes working early and they sent them out. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just going to let me preload it. So uh, I started the download. I went to work, came home. And I was like, I'll see if it worked. Booted it up. And sure enough, I had the full game. So I'm like, cool, I'll jump into it. And let's give this a go. Um, hasn't really held my attention. Okay, so and, th- initially this is what yeah. I found as well. Yeah, it's it's good. Like, it's not a bad video game, mainly because it's just Banjo-Kazooie. Um, like, it, it's just Banjo-Kazooie with a new coat of paint. Uh, you were completely right, the, the comments that you had about it early in the year. It's, it's, it's just Banjo-Kazooie with a few little different things here and there. Um, like, uh, I like the fact that the worlds get bigger, that, um, so like you go into a world, you collect pages and that opens and you can choose to either unlock new areas or upgrade the ones you're currently in. See, um, I'm torn there because I'd almost have preferred there be more worlds because there's a couple of them yeah. that I'm not too crash hot on. And the idea of them going, hey, more of our game is making this world bigger makes me kind of go, ah, I don't really want to do that. Sorry. Right. Not really interested. Yeah. That's, that's, that's totally fair. I've only ever been, I've only been to the first world so far. I've only been to the, that's, I haven't played much at all. Um, but I mean, it's good and it probably hurts it a little bit that I'm coming off the back of playing a lot of Super Mario Odyssey as well. And it yeah. just doesn't feel like that at all um and i know like it you could you could argue that they are two completely different games but when it comes down to it they are 3d open world platformers i guess the other argument you can make is that mario odyssey you know nintendo's core development team like it's their it's their mario Mm. team so that game was always going to be good and the pedigree of platonic from the, the old rare days that sort of made ukulele. It's not to say that they're not up to scratch, but that Mario team is like on point. And I don't know how, yeah. if there's like, I don't know what sort of gap there was for the Platonic guys making a, a platformer like this. So I have every belief that ukulele 2, if we get that, will be better. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, I, or, or whatever next project they work on, if they decide to go in a completely different direction, same genre of game, but like different characters and things like that, um, which I wouldn't be opposed to either. Um, I just, I, I wanted, I really wanted to like it more. I, I completely agree with pretty much everything you've said so far. I'm going to try and keep plugging away at it, but it's just not grabbing my attention as much as I thought it would. And I, I, I'm a pretty optimistic kind of guy. Um, I can generally see the good in lots of things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fine video game. I think if you were a kid um, and playing this for the first time and had never played Banjo-Kazooie, I think it'd be something interesting and fun to play. Um, and it's the closest we're ever going to get to a sequel or a, a modern update on, on a Nintendo console anyway of those games. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. the, the one takeaway that I still stand by as like thumbs up is the soundtrack oh yeah the soundtrack's great um i've been playing in handheld mode but i've had the sound on as well um the soundtrack's great uh the writing's okay like i've had a couple of moments where i had a giggle i like the fact that that um capital b's company is called hivery tower oh um, yeah like I thought, some, I thought some that was little, pretty funny some of the little jokes are pretty good yeah yeah and like when you meet um retro or rextro rextro the, the yeah guy that, yeah he has some great ones too about like, cause he, because he looks like, uh, like a polygonal character from um, from like those classic old like like Badger Kazooie games, um, and like Yuka and Laylee make make jokes about that, and he goes, oh, you know, I've crowdsourced it. They're like, why are you still here? He's like, oh, I crowdsourced it to try and keep this alive because, and it's like this very meta joke, and I'm like, all right, I see what you're doing there, Platonic, and I'm I'm okay with it. That's fine, um. But yeah, it just doesn't feel like something I want to keep playing. Yeah, I, because I, I mean, I never finished it. Obviously, when I, cause I I talked about it like at the start of a year when it came out, and my opinion was basically that it was fun enough, but it wasn't really bringing anything new to the table, and it had a lot of a, a couple of frustrating camera issues, which I think have been patched with this version on Switch. And yeah, so PS4 and all that. Yeah, so the, uh, this this version is the uh, the updated version. Um, that's like the most up to date version that they've released so far. And which is, which is the fine. camera thing is yeah yeah it's good. I think that hasn't like you know it has it's been a good thing for me. Um, but the the camera stuff is ma- like mainly you've got classic or manual. So classic is like how it was, but I think it's been still tweaked from how it was, because it doesn't feel awful. Because um, I switched it straight onto manual, because I was like, I heard it was bad, I'm going to just use manual. And the manual was getting a little bit too... I was like, eh, I, I don't want to keep fucking with the camera all the time. I switched it back to classic, and it wasn't awful. Um, so I think they've actually tweaked the original mode as well. But uh, it gives you the option to go completely manual, so you've used that right thumbstick to control the camera and spin it all the way around, and it stays there. It doesn't automatically lock back behind um Yuka and Lele. See that sounds better. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's especially when you start going up those like, you know, like almost like borderline side scrolling parts where you've got to like go around like a tower or something. Yeah. Um, it definitely helps. Yeah. 
it definitely helps there. Um, but I just, I really can't, I really can't put my finger on what, what it is exactly that I, that's not gelling with me. But I think it's just that it's more of the same, which is good in a way, but also it's, it's, I don't know. That's what I mean. I can't, I can't put my, I, I, I start to say a sentence and I can't finish it because I don't exactly know what it is that's not clicking with me. Um, I, I have to imagine it is hard after playing Mario Odyssey. I was worried about that. Yeah, the big, because a big pull of a fit, one of the things I love most about Mario Odyssey is that it sort of includes that Banjo-Kazooie-esque sort of gameplay where you collect moons, but you don't get kicked back to a goddamn hub to select a yep. new one. It, like in Banjo-Kazooie, when you get collectibles, you just keep going. And yep. I liked that Odyssey included that. But yeah, I have to imagine that overall, playing Odyssey first and then playing Ukulele, which is a fine game, it's just there is a difference in, I guess, like, not the quality, but the, maybe the skill is the best way to put it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, yeah. a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it it does seem very basic. Like, it's very Video Game 101, um, which is fine. It's fine. But I think to... The, the fact that Super Mario Odyssey like propelled you through that story and then the post-game stuff opens up and that's where it becomes the massive collectathon then. Um, but I think also too, we, it's, it is a bit unfair to compare the two. It's almost like when we were like, we had that moment at the start of it, like towards the start of the year comparing Zelda and Horizon. Cause they are, you know, for lack of better def- definitions, similar games, but they are completely different and in different avenues of game um and i think it's the same here i think it, it, it's not fair to say that like you know myra clearly feels like a more polished game and it, it is more fun to play there's more um those moment to moment gameplay uh sections where like you know each time you collect a moon it's 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 almost like a completely new experience there's only a few th- there's a few things that they double up on but even then it still feels fresh whereas this is like oh yep cool it, it yeah the only difference for me with that comparison is that, uh, again, as we said earlier, like the the ukulele team is made up of some X rare people, so they probably have some experience with this type of game. Whereas Gorilla, their previous games were all like FPSs, and to see right. them just nail that open world yeah. action RPG. Like I in think a new that, IP as well, like yeah, it wasn't an existing that's, character that's com- or anything. Yeah, that's pretty commendable. Like I still prefer Zelda for for how it does open world, but I will I will shake I will nod my head at, at Horizon in approval. Yeah, and I just yeah ukulele, just I don't know I don't know I want to go back to it at some point I really do maybe next year I'll I'll make it right and I'll get back to it and finish it, but yeah I just yeah nah it's just not on my radar right now. I think I'm going to keep, like, plugging away at it. Like, I'll play it for, like, an hour here and there. Because I've got it on the Switch, I can do that. Like, I can just go, oh, yeah, cool, I'll pick it up. I'm actually really interested to see what my wife thinks about it. Um, because I actually, today, I just picked up her Christmas present, which is a, a Nintendo Switch. Uh, oh, no, Christmas so spoilers. Have, Christmas spoilers. We, oh, she knows she's getting it. It's fine. Because I Christmas asked her spoilers. if she actually... I oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I asked her, what, what, if she wanted one. And she was like, yeah, I think I'd like one. And I was like, in my head, I'm sort of checking up the things. I'm like, oh, there's enough things on there that I think that she'd want to play. 
Like, she could play Minecraft in bed, that's a big plus. She could play Stardew Valley anywhere, which is scary, but also it's a plus for her. Um, and she can go back to Mario Rabbids that we've got. We've, I've already got an existing collection of games here that she can go to. She can finally play Zelda. Um, and uh, there's a few other things as well I'd like to play with her. Um, and plenty more on the way. Mm, absolutely. But I, she's a really big fan of Banjo-Kazooie. Like, it's really big fan of it um and she likes those games so i'm interested to see what for someone who doesn't look at video games as critically as we do i guess um i'm trying to say that without sounding like it's a, a slight against her but or like um, tr- making us sound like we're we're pros <laughs> superior yeah like I, it's, it's not that way at all but like she just she plays games that she likes and she doesn't play games that she doesn't like and that's totally cool uh, and the games that she likes are, like, you know, different to things that I like for the most part. Like, we have crossovers with, with a fair few things, but um, I'd be interested to see, like, for someone who doesn't play games as much as, like, I do as well, or, or that we do, uh, and because of the fact that, you know, we run this podcast or we do look at things critically and try and, if something isn't as up to scratch to what we think it should be or what we expected it to be, we sort of look at it and break it down. So I'm sort of interested to see what she thinks about it. Um but that brings me to my last point, which is another reason why I feel like uh, uh, the, the, I said before about you probably not going to buy it for the Switch um, is the price on the eShop oh. for it. So uh, currently it's sitting at 60 Australian dollars at the moment, which is quite a lot. And I didn't think it was that bad. I'm like, oh, $60, it's, like a, it's a full game. Like, you know, there's a lot in it. And then you were like, yeah, but how much is it going for on the PSN? And you're like, I can't check because I've already got it on PlayStation. So I checked. It's currently going for twenty five, uh, twenty four ninety five, and it's part of a two for forty deal that they've got going at the moment. So that's and when I was like, oh, okay. I am fairly confident, and even out of that special, I think it's no more than like thirty five, forty dollars. Yeah, I think so. I I think that's it's. That switch tax is interesting because it affects some things and uh, other things it doesn't. Luckily, like I was we, saying to you earlier, yeah. Luckily, we both backed it, so we got the. I I think it was twenty five dollars for the digital copy, wasn't it? Something like. Okay. I think yeah. I think by the time I worked out the conversion, I think 30? at the time when they charged me, it was like thirty three dollars yeah. or something like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, like, but, but I think that that switch tax, I think, is. Straight, weird to look at because I was talking to you earlier the week as well when we were you were you posted in our group chat about ukulele being sixty dollars on the store, and I said that's really weird because Enter the Gungeon is coming out next week for the Switch, which I'm probably going to buy again. I was already thinking about it because I'm like I really like that game and to be able to have that on the go, and also because Binding of Isaac still like ludicrously expensive on the Switch. Um, I, I, I'm hankering for a, a Switch, like, twin-stick roguelike. Um, and Enter the Gungeon was great. I really enjoyed it uh, on PS4. But it's going for 17 bucks, And I'm pretty sure I paid, I want to say, like, 20 25 for it, maybe? Um, at full, like, full price. I don't think I got it on sale either. It was just, like, an impulse buy that I bought one day. So, yeah, uh, it's weird to see that it affects some things and not others, but I don't know. But anyway, uh, ukulele. I mean, look, give it a go if you're interested. But yeah, that's I, I my my thoughts are very similar to what you uh, had already said earlier in the year. So 
And I purposely hasn't sp- haven't spoken to you about that because I wanted to sort of save it for the show. But um, but yeah, it's it's out now. It is sixty dollars. Um, so if you feel you know morbidly curious, go and check it out. Uh, but the other thing that I played this week that isn't the same thing that we played together was uh, something I actually played with your housemate. Um, and it was after we played the thing that we played that we'll get to shortly. Um, it's also worth mentioning that, that it's a result of some pretty heavy advertising at the Game Awards, which clearly too, as well. clearly paid off as well, by the way. It did. And yeah, so anyway, I'll get into it in a minute. But it's uh, we'd finished playing this other game that we've been playing. And uh, I was sort of had a hankering because I had fun. I was playing with you and Brendan as well, your housemate. And um, I was like, man, I was like going through my library going, what else have I got that we could play together? I had a real hankering to play something together. I do that daily in Overwatch. I yeah, daily I know, right? yeah. look through my library and go, what have I got that's co-op? Yeah, right. Um, I, I think I uninstalled Diablo and I wasn't feeling that. And I was like, ah. And Brendan doesn't play Overwatch. And I was like, ah, whatever. And Brendan sort of, we were on party chat, and Brendan goes, you should download Warframe. And I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? It's free. I saw, like, If you're like a ninja. Said, yeah, exactly. Yeah, ninjas play free. Um, and I'm not quite a ninja. I am I am a samurai. I do have a certificate saying that I am a trained samurai um, from Japan. So there's that. So I was like, it's close enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. I, and all the advertising at the Game Awards, I'm like... It's been rubbed in my face, and I'm like, it does look kind of fun. And I've heard it's pretty good. Like, the fact that they're still releasing content for it and, like, big content updates for it seems like it's got a decent support base. Fuck it, I'll download it. So I uh, jumped into it, and uh, I said, Brendan, oh, I've downloaded it. Do you want to give it a go? He said, yep. He said, you got to do some, some single-player stuff first before you get sort of like, the ability to join other people. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. It's an open-world MMO. So... I jumped into it, started playing it, and oh boy, Kyron, I had a fucking great time playing this game. Um, it's it's super fun. It's it's fun. It feels like it's not as polished as what they would norm- what what they would do, but like it feels like if Platinum made a Destiny game <laughs> with space ninjas. That's fair, and and it like I mean that ticks a lot of boxes for me. Um, let the combat and the gameplay is really fun maneuvering around really cool um the warframes themselves and the weapons look really great especially if you go through and like torture yourself and look at all the stuff you can like work towards so that's um, so that's the thing so i i played this game a couple of years ago when i was when it was one of the earlier ps4 games i tried because i was like ah it's right. free to play i'll download it and try it and from that point until this point like watching all those trailers at the game awards and all that the game is fun, but my biggest issue and why I just, I think about playing it, I'm like, ah, I'm kind of good. I don't really like a lot of the design stuff. I don't like the, the Warframe okay. designs or the enemy designs. And it, it really just pulls me out because I'm like, oh, I want to I enjoy looking at what I'm shooting or cutting or controlling. Yeah. And I just kind of don't remember or take anything away from designs. The game itself is very fun, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I yeah, I agree with you on that. I don't love the designs of the stuff that you can get. But I don't know some of the Warframes, are, like, man, I was looking at some of the top tier stuff and there was some, like, like from software, or almost from software levels of just craziness in terms of some of the designs. And I'm like, 
I'm I'm digging it. Like, there's one you get if you've got a Twitch Prime membership, you can get this free Warframe, and I'm like, I kind of just want to sign up for the 30 day free trial so I can get that frame because it looks awesome. Um, That's how they get you. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, fuck. Um, but yeah, it's I uh, maneuvering around is so much fun in that game. It's just you just run and slide and jump, and then there was a beautiful moment where. Uh, Brennan didn't realize he's either. Brennan, your housemate, didn't realize he's either. Apparently, where we were in the middle, we'd finally joined up together and we were playing. We we're having a great time because um, the basic gameplay is that you, I there's a story there. I I don't know. It's like an any MMO. I'm not super invested in the story, um, but it's basically like Destiny. You pick a mission, you go and do it, um, and then that's it, pretty much. You go back and then you improve your weapons or you unlock something else or you, you get a little bit more of the story. Um, and so we were playing and we were in this sort of like a uh, like shootout zone and I was uh, like up on like a higher ground and um, well, the fight was taking place in the middle of this sort of like pit area. I'm like, I'm going to jump down there. I'm going to like fire my guns while I'm in the air. And so it has this beautiful mechanic that when you aim down the sights by holding L2 of your gun while you're in the air, it you slow down. It, so it's almost like bullet time except everyone else doesn't slow down as well. It's just like, you almost sort of fly. Um, and so, like, I, I exclaimed quite loudly, like, holy shit, Brendan. I was like, watch this. And he looked at I, I made him look at me while I did it. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, try and jump and aim down the side. So he's like, oh, my God, this is a game changer. And so we just spent the next five minutes trying to, like, do, like, air shots, shooting, like, enemies out while we were diving through the air and supermaning across the map. Um and it's just, it's really fluid. It feels fun. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to get, like, play it. It's, I think it's one of those games I'll just, like, dip into every now and then. But your houseman did, uh, Brenda did message me tonight. He's like, man, because I tried playing some more single players. So it gets really hard. He said, we need to play some more together. I'm like, I'm, I'm down. I'm totally down to play some more. So um, we were having a great old time, having a laugh, having a, a run around, jump and shoot things. Um, but, yeah, I... I I mean, there's not much else to say about it. I just, I really enjoyed it and I thought it was worth bringing up. Um, the fact that it, yeah, it felt like Destiny with Space Ninjas. I was like, all right, cool. Um, and like hacking things with like your katana and yeah, I don't know. I really, I really liked it. So I'll probably keep playing it for a little bit. I'll just dip into it every now and then. I definitely had more fun playing that than I did ukulele. Let's just put it that way. Oh, oh. As as much as that hurts me to say, like I did, like I, I, I'm more excited to go back to Warframe than I am ukulele. And completely different games. But, I mean, the one's got me amped and the other one's got me like, oh, okay, yeah, I own it. In, in this <laughs> day and age, like we only really have time for the games we find fun. Exactly, yeah. There's no point slogging yourself through something you're not enjoying, which is why I delete a pyre off my... I can. Yep. I, I I felt the internet just now. I felt mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere right now, Josh from OK Games is like, like waking up in in a cold sweat, going, "Why do I hate Joel all of a sudden?" I mean, that's, um, he's he's waking up going, oh, "I didn't like Zelda anyway." So that's true. Yeah, very true. It's all right. Fighting words. Different um, opinions are fun. That's the important thing. Hey, they're they're in the process of recording their uh, game of the year stuff, so get ready for some fights with those guys. I'm looking forward to that again. Um, but yeah, so I, but that's what I mean. Like I, I wasn't. I needed space for, I needed space for Warframe, Karen. So I needed to delete some stuff on my PlayStation, 
and I happened to delete Pi because I was like, I don't think I'm going to go back to it. I really don't. I sort of saw the general gist of what was going on and I don't have any real drive to go back to it. So, um, but yeah, you're completely right. We don't have time to sort of slog through games that we don't like. I've, I've often thought about maybe doing a segment for the show, like where we get someone to suggest or we pick a game that we've heard really bad and we try and play it and have a chat about that because we generally talk about games that we like, which makes sense because, like you said, we've only got time really to play games that we really like. So Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I thought that would be interesting to do like maybe once every year or something. We do like a blowout special. We can classify Mass Effect this as this year's one. That's fine. That's Andromeda. I didn't even finish it. I got maybe Ooh, me probably, not even, probably not even halfway through. It probably was just like, yeah, nah, I've, I've had my feel of this game. I barely got a quarter of the way through it. I was like, I can't. And well, something else came out then, wasn't it? It was Switch, wasn't it? Came out like two weeks later. It was close to the Switch, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, sorry, Zelda, bye. Bye, off to Hyrule, bye. Yep, <laughs> I'm off to play a good game. Um, yeah, I look, I don't care anymore. If you like Mass Effect, that's fine. It's just, I didn't fuck it. You gotta be careful of it. Like, you can like Mass Effect. I think it's different, different to like Mass Effect than to like Mass Effect Andromeda Mass Effect specifically. Andromeda, sorry, yeah, specifically Andromeda, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Mass yeah, Effect 2 is still from... incredible. Oh, fuck yeah, Mass Effect 2 is still one of my favourite video games. Hands down. It's, yeah, has some amazing moments in that game, and it, it was a good combination of, like, 1 and 3 in terms of, like, gameplay elements uh, and story. So that was, I think, yeah, that's a fucking great game but apart from that uh and apart from the one that we're both going to talk about shortly um that's all i've played this week really i played a little bit more battle chef brigade um it's still great i also started playing like a really dumb free-to-play disney match three game called disney emoji blitz i don't know why i'm playing it why joel um, why with a name like that like i don't even like disney emoji blitz come on Look, I didn't put it in the thing because I didn't want to talk about it too much. But the reason I started playing it is that, long story short, Tim Geddes and Nick Scarpino from Kind of Funny were in a commercial for it. And I watched their vlog and it looked like they were having fun recording the commercial. I'm like, fuck they it. Gotcha. It's a free-to-play game. Yep. I was like, it's a free-to-play game. I'll check it out. It's match three. I'm a sucker for those as well. It was like a perfect storm of just like fucking target marketing that hit me like square in the face. Bigger um, advertisers, like ads do work. They do. They certainly do. So, I uh, yeah, I've been playing that. And it's just like I run out of lives, and I I put it down. It's fine. I'm not addicted to it. Um, and but it is fun. Like when you start matching things, and it, everything starts exploding, and there's like it it triggers that like dumb endorphins hit. Like you know, it's like oh things are exploding. Oh, and I made it happen. No, oh, that makes me feel good. Like yeah, it that's basically it. But but yeah, apart from that, that's all I've been playing this week. So, Kyron, what have you been playing? So, I've been dabbling in a few things. Specifically, mm-hmm. I have been going forward in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I haven't Excellent. played much more than last week just because work is exhausting. And yep. when you come home, like you want to be able to pay complete attention to the game you're playing. And Xenoblade is one of those games where I need to be paying attention and I just I don't have it in me. I played a yeah. bit more like over the last couple of days because I've been a bit more 
alert and attentive and still really enjoying it. The soundtrack, Joel, oh my god, it's still blowing my mind. I got to like a new region called Moradain and the song, the music that plays when I entered the Overworlds is like, this is it. Like, I, I used to think that Nier Automata and Persona 5 was like, these are the two best soundtracks this year. Nothing else comes close. This game's soundtrack is as good as both of those soundtracks. It's just... Wow. I love it. I love the music. I did see you tweet. So I did see you tweet out about that. Um, about yeah. you just got to that area and you said the, the music was really good. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I'm 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 intrigued. I I'm wondering if it's a game that I would like or not. That's what I keep looking at it. It's so like, tough oh. because it is a it is a big time sink. It is a big old mm. time sink that you will fall down. And it, it I don't know. Like you might. Like I don't want to say that you won't enjoy it because. Who knows? It's it's fun. You've never you've never played a Xenoblade before, have you? No, and that's why I asked you that last week what, whether or not, yeah, this would be a, a one to jump into or not. I saw someone describe it. I'm not sure who it was, but someone basically described it as like to playing this game feels like playing a lost PS2 JRPG. Where okay. it's fun. There's there are rough edges for sure. There are rough edges in a lot of the old PS2 JRPGs, but sure. I've also sort of missed those days. Like as much as I love, I love Persona Five. I love Persona Five. It's, yeah, it's polished as hell. Oh, but yeah. I sort I sort of enjoy the the roughness of some of the stuff in Xenoblade. Just I'm like, ah, oh, this this really takes me back. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I think since playing like Persona Four. And having my eyes open to JRPGs, I never really had that connection to them. So I'm wondering if it would still work retroactively of me going back to something like that in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But because I, I felt the same about X, I was I was going to jump into X as well because I remember watching you and Brendan play it, and I'm like, this looks like fun. I can get behind this. And they're like, there was mechs as well. So I mean, yeah, the mechs were a, no to that. a big part of what made X really good. So, yeah. again, I don't know for sure if there are mechs in this. I again, I'm at chapter four, I think now. It's it's gonna be some time before I find out. Yeah, for sure. Maybe yeah. if I get a drought, I, I'm I'm not starving for games at the moment, so I'm I'm, yeah. Exactly, and this game uh, again is a is a commitment. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like wondering whether or not I should just play Persona Five again. I I need to find time for that. Maybe early yeah, next too. year I'll do it. No, I can't. Especially... Maybe, maybe February. <coughs> maybe February. February. Yeah, well, you've got a, a couple of weeks there now because Nino Kuni Two's got pushed into March. So, yeah. Um, so you've got a good maybe. gap in there before another big time sink's going to come out because that's going to eat up a lot of time. It absolutely will. That's yeah. March is that comes out in March now, doesn't it? March is yeah, it's like twenty third of March or something. March is suddenly. St- Stacked with games. Yeah, March is March is March is the new October. It is. It absolutely I think. is. It's March insane. is the new holiday season. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how that happened or why it happened, but anyway. Well, I think it originally started happening because, again, I don't remember exactly if this is true, but I, I definitely noticed it when some games would just evacuate the holiday season to escape COD. I remember back in the Modern yep. Warfare two days, like games would be like, yeah, yeah. look not good to come out against that game because it's just going to bury us alive so we'll just push our game back a bit later and get some sales so I don't know if that's it and but I think it's also just because 
there are so many games now that they just can't all come out at the same time. I just cannot. Yeah, I I guess it makes sense too because you don't want to go like June, July because that's E3 and you don't want to have your game launching around E3. And then yes, I, you have to be good to pull that off. Like The Last of Us yeah, was lucky. The Last of Us. Yeah, very lucky. Very lucky. Actually, so no, I watched The Last of Us Part 2 panel from PSX on the weekend. That and the Uncharted 10 Years panel are both... Highly recommend watching some, some highlights. Um, at least there was at least there were some highlights yeah. from PSX. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Last of Us Part Two one starts off with um, Ashley Johnson and um, Troy Baker singing uh, a, a new song, which apparently has some sort of meaning in the story. But Neil Druckmann, of course, wouldn't say anything else. Um, but he did have a couple of tidbits to drop about it, which was interesting. Uh, um, the the breadcrumbs. Pregnancy was mentioned. And that was all at one point. Um, he was telling a story about like the new writer who used to write for who wrote for Westworld. Apparently, had a story of going home and her husband asked her how her day was, and she goes, "I think I've got someone pregnant today." And that was all he said. So, hmm. And apparently, it's fifty to sixty percent done, and that we'll see it gameplay at E three. That was that was the big takeaways from that one, but. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be like a March 2019 game for sure. I think so, yeah. I think it's going to fill that gap because we've got, we'll have God of War next year in that slot. So I was going to say before we, like we are, we are, we don't have a day for God of War yet. How crazy is that? It's weird. Yeah. There was lots of jokes made about that too during our PSX. Um, Corey, Corey, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his last name. Oh, I, I honestly can't remember either. Yeah, Corey, the like director, lead developer on uh, uh, the new God of War, was copping it left, right, and center from everyone, from fucking Sid and Sean Layden to all the other developers on the couches. And I almost felt sorry for him, but he took it pretty well. Um, but anyway, I'm, you know, if I digress, Karen, sorry, sidetrack for a second there. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm trying to, you know what? That's all about Xenoblade. That's all I need to say. I'm still enjoying yeah, it. Right. I will finish it eventually, one day, hopefully. Mm. That's my that's my goal was to finish this game at some point. I believe uh, in you. Darren. Thank you. That's that means a yeah. lot. But the other Good. game that I've been playing, and I've only played a little bit of it, much like you with ukulele. I've only beaten mm-hmm. up. I've only gone up to the first boss, okay, and defeated him. So I think it's been maybe two hours or so, two and a bit. Right. And that is uh, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Aha. Which, after winning all those awards last week at the Game Awards, and then being on sale, and me being like like 99% sure this game was going to be... If I play this game, it is going to be a huge goatee contender for a right. number of reasons. First of all is like its use of sound... And like how that plays into how the game plays, so absolutely play with headphones because you are not getting a genuine experience in this game if you are not. Have uh, you tried it without? Headphones? Yeah, I I tried it, I tried it a bit without, and like you can switch on subtitles and you'll get like some subs for some of the stuff. But like I'll explain soon how how a lot of the voices work, okay. and it's just like it just Sorry. doesn't it isn't it isn't right, and. Then, of course, there's the genre, which, as I've seen it being described, is sort of like psychological horror action sort of game, which I, I'm getting. I'm getting that vibe. And okay. lastly is, is the setting. It's like 
Norse mythology, Celtic culture. It's like, yes, 100% yes. Ticket right the boxes. Yeah. So, uh, so I picked it up on sale and I am determined to finish this game before the end of the year. So I've got like a week to do it, but thankfully it's not super long because I really think this game is going to come high on my list because I'm enjoying yeah. it very much. I'm glad one of us played it because <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get around to it. So I'm glad one of us played it because I felt like one of us needed to before the end of the year, at least. Yeah. Like um, honestly, it was one of those awards last week it got that pushed me over the edge. I was very close, but I'll, yeah. As I just said, I just bought my wife a Switch for Christmas, so... No, that's fair. I was like, mm, <laughs> I, I get... Yeah. I, I picked it up because it was cheap, and I'm like, I don't know when this will go on sale again, so screw it. Yeah, good point. Uh, So, I, it's one of those games where I really will not talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. And I know that right. it makes it hard to talk about because you're like, ah, oh, but you want to know what's going on in the game. And to you, I would say, play this game because right. I am... I am in love with it so far. Uh, awesome. The most distinguishing feature, as we discussed earlier when we talked about the audio, is is the voices because it does the game does have a, a a mental illness sort of focus to it. Like, in fact, the first name or one of the first names that showed up in the opening credits as you are sort of going through the opening sequence is like this person here was like our mental health advisor or something like that, and that's how wow. you know this is serious business. <laughs> I remember seeing some of the, it was like a fucking one of those dumb Facebook groups that was like Unilad Gaming that was like posting a video about it ages ago. It was like, Hellblade's newest sacrifice actually simulates what it's like to have multiple personalities. I can't remember exactly what, what disorder it was that they were. I wouldn't quite go like, that far. No, it was, um, I think schizophrenia maybe. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I was like, Oh, okay, interested. And then, like, two months later, I heard everyone talking about it. I was like, oh, okay, this seems to be that game that I saw on that dumb Facebook page. So it is legitimate, so... Yeah, um, I, I want Since I don't have any real experience with it, I don't want to speak too much on how well it emulates that. Right. Like, but... I will say that it's very interesting, like, especially with the headphones in. There are, there are sequences throughout the game where you... Basically, Senua has his voices and these voices will there's one in particular that sort of narrates the adventure as you go uh but it's also not scared to sort of like break the fourth wall and directly refer to you the player character like accompanying senua on her her adventure which from what i can tell was to save like the soul of someone dear to her from hell and to do so she's got to basically go through and to access it, I think she needs to. She has, she has to basically take out a couple of gods just casually. Oh yeah, you know. So that I took seems, out. Yeah, it's fine. I took out the god of illusion first off, so that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, so there are voices, and the voices themselves will. There's the narrator, and then there'll be like background noises, and this is why you need the headphones because the subtitles favor the narrator, obviously. Of course, yep. Yeah but you won't really pick up on the other ones. And just, it's so hard to describe, but the way they they get into your ears on a good set of headphones from like like directionally and what they're saying. And it's just, it's so, it's interesting. I really, yeah. I really don't know a better way to describe it. Like you'll be doing a puzzle and some of them will be saying like, 
you can do it or you're doing this right and the other ones will be like what are you doing you're doing this wrong and you're like what what do i listen to what do i trust like i'm i'm really interested yeah. to see what ninja fear is going to do with those voices as the game gets further in and like every now and again like through the the the, the noise and the and the the echo of voices like talking you down there'll be one that's just like you can do this you're like i i can i choose to listen to that voice the voice that says yep. i can do this that's the one i'm listening to so that's what's gonna that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, have you encountered a moment where you sort of listen to the voices that are saying you're doing the right thing and it hasn't paid off? Like you, it's actually led you astray? Not so far. Like the voices have been pretty good. Um, okay. And they just, again, a lot of them they're just like sort of there to like not really confuse you but to add to the atmosphere. And the, the audio is important. Like for the, for the illusion guy I was fighting at, there were points where I sort of had to pay attention to the direction that his voice was coming from and sort of like follow, follow that to sort of get through his illusions. I don't know how essential that would be. Like if you could do it with that headphones, but it was definitely easier with headphones. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely digging it. The other thing I want to briefly talk about with the game is for combat. I, I don't remember if people liked it or not, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think, it's... I think it was pretty like generally well, well received. I, I think, think I, yeah, I think I remember reading that the main issue people had may have been that it was, like, at certain points they felt like the combat was too much or it was like the right. the fights would drag on too long. But I'm okay. really enjoying it. The combat's pretty simple. Uh, you can sort of lock onto an enemy, you can block, and you've got like a heavy attack, a light attack, and you can sprint and combine like your light and heavies. You've mm-hmm. got like a parry, and I just. I feel like it's got a good weight to it and dodging and hitting and blocking and parrying just all feels really good. And I get really excited when I get into combat. Uh, the difference is the game doesn't end when you die. Senua has a curse essentially. And as, as you die, the curse sort of consumes more of you. And from what I can tell, it makes the game right. harder. I'm pretty sure. And if you die enough, again, if I remember correctly, you die enough that basically erases your save and you start again and you're just like oh ouch <laughs> it's it's not messing around uh again no. hopefully hopefully i'll find out but there's been a couple of fights when i've been a bit cockier than i should have been and paid yeah. a price for it that that uh that uh souls born it really is in. yeah i was like no i played dark Souls. i like, got this and it's like whoa this is not dark souls that's just Let's just dial it back a bit here, not Dark Souls, and you've gotten your ass kicked. Congratulations. I'm like, okay, cool. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Your hubris has become uh, your downfall. Absolutely. But yeah, I I will play more of it, and I'll have a lot more to say about that when we get into into goatees, because I I feel like this will have a big presence there for me. Awesome. That's good to hear. It's definitely one, one thing from this year that I really really wanted to play and to be honest with hindsight if i could have bought that instead of pyre i probably would i probably should have i feel like this game like the hellblade would probably appeal to me a little bit more um but yeah no it's it's definitely something i want to play down the track i'll probably try and find some some maybe some time for it in january somewhere i don't know yeah i recommend maybe not from what I can tell, it's only about eight hours long from what I've heard. Yeah. So it's not a huge commitment and it's very much worth it from what I've played. 
awesome. But uh, the, the reason why I might not get to it in January, did you like that segue? I did. It was very, cool. <laughs> very, very classy. Uh, you know, I'm working on them. I'm getting, I'm getting better with them. Um, is that uh, we might be playing Monster Hunter World because uh, we both uh, jumped into the beta, the PlayStation Plus subscribers beta over the weekend. Um, we played, I think, uh, on Monday night. We we jumped in and had a go and a tool around you, me, and Brendan. And for someone who's not played a lot of Monster Hunter. Like, I played a little bit of 4, I think, on the 3DS. And I liked it, but I was playing it solo, so I think that was probably an uphill battle. Um, but playing this with you guys has sold me this game, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's fun, Joel. <laughs> it's really fun. I had so much fun. Like, oh my god. It was I, so much fun running around chasing these giant fucking monsters and trying to, like, tackle them. And my main technique was to try and jump on top of them and stab them in the head. That was my, like, try and ride them and, like, jockey them. That was always fun. Um, and playing around with the different weapons and, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sold on this game. Yeah, I, so because I played it at PAX a couple of months right. back. Mm-hmm. So I sort of knew what I was getting into. But the thing I like, obviously at PAX, it's limited time, got to get a bunch of people through, so I only got to do, like, one hunt. And uh, the demo, the beta, actually gave me a chance to sort of play around with the weapons more, which I appreciated, and sort of just yep. soak in the game and figure it out. Because, I mean, I my first hunt in this game was just like, okay, how the hell do I do anything? Yep. Oh yeah, that was a good because I played the first hunt by myself as well. But I I was like, what does what? And then like, it doesn't help that every time you move your character, like the control, like button, the the, the what the controls do change. And so like they had them displayed on the screen. And every time I'd move, like it'd change to something else, or every time I'd attack, it'd change. To, I'm like, I'm trying to read up the top corner what buttons do what, and they kept changing. I'm like, what? I'm like, what am I doing? And I'm like, there's like flailing around on the ground. <laughs> All these fucking monsters like stomping me into the ground. That sounds like Monster Hunter though. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be like a learning curve with it, but I'm kind of, it didn't seem like a a barrier. It seemed exciting to uh, to tackle. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to tackle that uh, that barrier of entry. Well, that's the thing. I have to imagine that... Because this game is... A, it's going to be the first Monster Hunter game to really feature, like... I guess, for lack of a better, better description, like a fully-fledged single-player campaign. Like, there's been a focus right. on cutscenes and characters and story in a lot of the trailers. That, yeah. So, I'm... Again, we don't know for sure, but if Capcom are smart, that story mode will sort of introduce players to the different weapon types and combos and sort yep. of... Give it because, like, again, Monster Hunter typically you jump in, you team up with your buddies, and you just play it and you yep. learn as you go. And I think it would be good for this game to really, especially if this is Monster Hunter's chance to really explode in the West, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, it's been the year for it with like our other Japanese games like Persona 5 or Nier Automata, these sort of games that have just sort of made a massive splash in the West. Um, 
So I think the time is now for Monster Hunter, even though it does have a very big following as it is. But um, that's, I mean, that's that's the whole thing, isn't it? It does have a big following, but Capcom are very, very bullishly been going. No, we are putting out Monster Hunter World, to which a a, a, a faction, I guess, of the audience is like. But what about Monster Hunter Double Cross that you put out on Switch last year? And they're like, we are only talking about Monster Hunter World. And I get it. You know, the PS4, Xbox One, PS- PC one's the one you want to focus on. Yeah. But, I mean, just just put out Double Cross, guys. Like, how hard's it going to be? Is it is it on? I thought I, I had it in my mind that it was exclusive to Sony. There's there's talk. That, that was part of the dirty rumors going around that, like, right. Sony money hatted the hell out of Capcom for like Monster Hunter 5. Again, right. I, yeah, I won't go too far into the dirty rooms, but basically, no, the no, no, I remember it. that. Yeah. They did that and then saw that the switch was a success. And they were like, ah, Monster Hunter world. So it's, you'll notice it's not Monster Hunter 5, even though in a few ways it feels like the fifth, like numbered game. So we won't know until the next Monster Hunter after this, I guess. But yeah, like that was a, a, a rumor that Sony was just like, just paying money for this game. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, um, look, put on it whenever you want, just not the Switch. <sighs> yep. Mm, anyway. Uh, all that aside, it I am very excited to play this game. It comes out three days after my birthday, so I know what I want for my birthday now. Um, <laughs> it's Joel, a copy I, of Monster Hunter World. I, it's going to be, that day is going to be busy for me. Yeah, yeah, it, I I know. I I'm look. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's, I can probably try and get one for my birthday and one I'll buy myself because, of course, fighter Dragon Ball Fighters does come out the same day. Um, I'm gonna give the beta a go and see how I go, but I, I'm kind of almost sold on it that as well, to be honest. Oh, uh, I tell you what, Joel, they put out an incredible new trailer for Jump Fiesta this weekend, and oh, really? Oh, it gets me so hyped. I'm like, I'm not a huge dragon. Like, I, it's not that I don't like it. I've, I think I've said this many times before. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm not super familiar with it. But my knowledge of it is getting bigger thanks to you guys, like you and, you, and the rest you, of our friend group. You can't um, escape it. It will get no, you eventually. No, no, no. no, no. And like, I, like what I've watched of it, I really do like a lot. I really do. I mean, like, I went and saw fucking Resurre- Resurrection F with uh, with you guys at the cinemas. It was fucking great. That was, um, a, that was a fun movie. It was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I think that's enough. And the fact that it's an Arc System Works game, and it might be an Arc System Works game where I actually understand what's going on. Because <laughs> um, I've, I've played a little bit of Blaz Blue, and I don't know what's happening in that game. It is very... That's fair. It is very anime. Um, heavy this, anime. This, this one is legitimately anime. Like, you don't get more anime than this game, which is an anime. But, but, but that's, the thing with, that's the thing with Dragon Ball Z, that it's like... It, it, yeah, it's anime, but it's like... It's pretty easy to understand. Like, oh, yeah. For the most part. Yeah, that's how I feel but, about it. But That's okay. We're, 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 we're going to get back to fighters later this episode for sure with some of the stuff we're talking about. But... Yeah, so I will be picking up this that and Monster Hunter World because yeah, the world beta yeah. was so fun, and as you I said, like it. just being in that world and tracking those monsters and just the little things that moment to moment would happen, like 
we were hunting. I can't remember any of the monster names at all. Just kind of. Oh, I mean, uh, I think one like, started with J. I think so. Jagger, Jagras, or something like that. Yeah. The second one you hunted, which was like the one that had like the the armored body and could like cover you in goop and mud. So when when we were hunting him and accidentally happened across the other one, like this swimming monster, that was terrifying. Yeah. Well, you guys had already done that, like had attempted that one before I joined you. And then... I got separated when we started playing that same hunt. Where I got separated from you guys, and I saw that. Uh, I was like, that you were like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm down in this water area. They're like, don't d- get out of there. And I was like, why? And as I was saying why, I saw this fucking thing come out of the water and then sort of disappear again. I'm like, I'm leaving now. Where are you guys? I need to come and find <laughs> you. It's um, terrifying. It's, yeah. Well, But then again, in the third hunt too, the, the, the hard one that we did, um that moment where like the monster you're you're hunting is like running away and it got picked up by that fucking flying one. Oh my god. I was like, what is going on here? What holy shit. Like we're trying to beat this thing that's being taken off the ground by this giant like twice the size of the one we're fighting, which is already massive. It was a fucking T Rex looking thing. And it's like being carried off the uh, away by this other fucking. I thought it was gonna carry it away, and we'd have to go try and find it somewhere else. I'm like, no, 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 you get back here. That's our we, monster. We called dibs. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then even in the inverse of that, in that same that same hunt, when there was like smaller monsters that were coming up and try to pick a fight with the one we were trying to hunt, and that when it just picked this like smaller monster up in its jaws and flung it around oh, man. and slammed it into the ground and we all just sort of stopped and we're like whoa that was insane um yeah like i don't know how much of this is new to monster hunter but yeah it, even if it isn't new i cannot imagine it like like not being cool like it's just yeah fantastic to watch these monsters sometimes go at one another or like even little things like using the, the weapon monster moves as an indicator for how damaged it is. Like yeah. when it, a monster might start limping off to go get some rest somewhere to get its health back. And you're going to be like, nope, I am following you. No sleep for you. You die and then, like, and then it disappears and then it pops. You, you stumble across it and it's in its nest sleeping. And you're like, get the fuck up. I found you, <laughs> mate. I found you. And it's like, what? And you're like, no, it's fucking on. You can't get away from me. <laughs> it's uh. It's, I'm really excited to play more of this game. Uh, yeah. I wasn't sure how I'd go with it, like, but I think, like you said, the key to Monster Hunter is playing with people. Um, that's where the the fun comes into it because you start like trying to, cl- especially in that last one, because the first couple we did, well, we were just like dicking about and tooling around with different, like we we're going, oh, I'm going to try this one, out. I'm going to try this one out, and we we did that going into the third one a couple of times and it didn't work. The expert what we were hunt, doing wasn't as it working. Was called. Yeah, the expo hunt, yeah. Um, and it wasn't working. So we were like, all right, let's try and as much as we can with the gear that we've got, let's try and strategize as best we can. And I think it paid off in the end because we ended up getting it. Um, we were victorious. And it felt good eventually after we killed it. Like We were getting pretty frustrated in the lead up, but we eventually yeah. killed it. Absolutely. It was frustrating because it, it's not easy and it's not supposed to be easy, I guess. It's trying to showcase 
I guess the scale of what that game has to offer over three hunts, which is a pretty um, difficult feat to achieve. But I feel like they did yeah. a good job with it. The only the only part that was I guess not a f- like a completely fair representation of it, but I get why they did it. Is like the hunts have a twenty minute time limit, when I'm pretty sure the general rule in Monster Hunter games is you get fifty minutes. So obviously. Right. For all those hunts, we would have had more time, which would have made that third hunt a lot easier because yep. we burnt through our, our meal buffs pretty quickly. We could, we, we could have gone back and cooked and got yeah, new exactly. buffs and then gone back out to hunt again. So, yeah. Like, yeah, and we died a lot too. <laughs> we did. We did. Help. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, that's, a, that's the crazy thing. That, that was the hardest one of the three, but that was in no way the most fearsome monster that we saw. Like the other flying no. thing was that was on another level and like i can't imagine what else is out there in that world and that makes me excited i want to explore that oh yeah explore I, want with fight, you guys. I want to team I want to fight up all those monsters kill them all yeah i want to, I want to team up with you guys like i mean we could probably convince we could convince a couple of more of our friends to pick that up i reckon oh yeah at the very as, least the three of us are going to get it so as ben moore from easy allies lovingly has has coined weekly hunts weekly, weekly hunts, hunts down for that down for that but uh yeah monster hunter world the beta was pretty damn good if you want to if you don't have playstation plus and you want to try it out uh there is another beta i think next weekend uh midweek? yes yeah next weekend like i think in the weekend leading up to christmas there's an open yeah. beta yeah so if you missed the first one or you didn't have playstation plus or something like that 100 percent download it and give it a go because i think like a, like a Monster Hunter scrub like me that had no idea about the series and how it worked. I mean, I played a little bit, but again, like I said, I got confused because um, it felt overwhelming. Um, this one does a pretty good job of um, introducing you to stuff. Uh, you know, more so than the other one. But it, it is worth remembering, but it is still pretty intimidating and you Ooh, have yeah. to be willing to, to learn. Oh, yeah. Actually, before we move on, I do want to mention that the one thing I'm not completely sold on is the scout flies. Ah, oh, of course. Get fit there, there to sort of track the monster, but it just doesn't feel super intuitive. More often than not, like like that first hunt for the very first clue, you're like, okay, where is it? I need something, and then you find a footprint. But then you find that footprint, and it becomes a matter of following the the, the green trail to the next footprint, yeah. or the next like clue to where the monster is. And I'm, I wasn't super crazy about that so i'm hoping that sort of gets mixed up throughout the game i don't know how i think it will i think it will maybe there's like you know it'll there you need to be like there was one point where we we were following those flies and it led us like down below but really where we needed to go was up above so we were like oh shit we need to it's it's saying it's around this area but then like i walk past this certain point and it points me back and i'm like it should be here and i was like wait a minute maybe we need to be up above Maybe it's up on higher ground, and we went up higher ground, and sure enough, it was there. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think they might, they must have ways of. Did they mix it up much in The Witcher? Because it feels very similar to The Witcher, like tracking these monsters. Um, The Witcher's weird. Like, yeah, the different monsters. I think some of them did have different like things you would look for, and I, I assume this will too. Mm. It's just the inherent mechanic of following the green flies. I'm not super keen on doing just that. Yeah. I thought I read somewhere that you could turn them off as well, or maybe like you could increase the or decrease the intensity of them. 
Okay, that would be cool. That would be fine. I don't know. I could be I could be 100% making that up. But if, uh, if, if that's you the are, thing, Joel, I, be, I will yeah. remember to blame you. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. I'll take the blame for that one. I'll take the fall for it. Um, But yeah, I had, a, I had a fucking blast with it. I'm super excited for it. And it's like a month away. Yeah, it's crazy how close it is. Yeah, super pumped. All right, so we've uh, we've talked about some games we've played from this year and one game that's coming out next year, the very start of next year. So I thought, or we thought, uh, it'd be a good idea maybe to look ahead to the future. Because, um, Joel, the, this the time future is, is closer than you think. It's like less than a month away. Um, it's like two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 we thought that it'd be a good idea. Like a lot of people at this time of year is doing like game of the year stuff. And I mean, we're uh, going to be doing that next week. Spoiler alert. Um, we'll be starting on that stuff, but, uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to sort of look to the future and, uh, look at some of the things that have been announced or tentatively confirmed for next year, uh, and things that we're excited about. Um, and sort of have a bit of a conversation about that. So, we've got a list of stuff here that we've um we've got the uh, the old Wikipedia article, um, with uh, a whole bunch of stuff that's coming out. So, should we go through the ones that have got like because uh, there's a few that have got dates up until about May. Um, so we could go through the ones that like have release dates and uh, maybe have a chat about them. I thought it might be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fun. Like, there's a there's a lot here, so we, if we skip over stuff, don't yeah. be surprised. Yeah, we're, we're just going to be really selfish and talk about things that us personally are excited about. But hey, it's our show. We, you know. <laughs> yeah, boss, you don't want to hear pulling... it. you don't want to hear us talk about stuff that we don't, we're, but we're not interested in, but we don't know anything about. That's not going to be fun. Exactly. Yeah, you know, something like D- Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. I have. I mean, no knowledge of of Digimon at all. No, me neither. All I know, it has a terrible theme song to the anime. Um, <laughs> it's fucking and awful. And now it's stuck um, in my head. Yep. Yeah, no, you, you're welcome. Because, yeah, by making that joke, it's stuck in my fucking head too now. Wow. I have arguments with Ash about that because she really likes the theme song for it. And I'm like, you were, I love you, but you're wrong. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, oh, it's not. I would not describe it as a good theme song. No, it's not. Not if you if you stack it next to Pokemon, like which is the obvious, like point of reference. The Pokemon theme song is like legendary. Oh that yeah, song is the amount of times that I've like I like that started playing somewhere with like when you're in a group of nerds, or even not just in a group of people, and you can pick out the the awesome people in the crowd. Because everyone will fucking start singing along to that song. Joel, I still remember the the, oh. um, the golden days, as it were, of Pokemon mm. Go. Like I would be at one of the popular oh. spots where people would be gathering to to like catch Pokemon and drop lures and stuff, and cars just driving past, blaring the Pokemon theme song. It was such a feel good moment. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Pokemon, oh, best theme song. It is like it's. Um, I have I have like. I have like a trap remix of it that I play in my sets, and it's great. You just look around the room and you see like all the people, like just all these nerdy people's ears prick up. They're like, "Wait, it's the song of my people!" And <laughs> then yeah, they start to get really excited, and it makes me happy. Um, but yeah, okay. So in January, uh, as we mentioned before, Monster Hunter World is coming out. We're both pretty excited for that. You've heard us talk about it. 
there's not much else to say at this stage, I guess. Um, but we also did mention that on the same day, oh. Dragon Ball Fighters is coming out, Karen. Oh, so as I said, like they put out a new trailer for Jump Fiesta, and it actually it touches a bit on some stuff that was in a recent like magazine spread for the game, which confirmed a few okay. a few new characters, which I can name them, but you probably won't even know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, and in that article, they basically mentioned a thing. I can't remember the exact like, like phrase for it, but we'll have like cinematic events that can happen in fights if you meet certain conditions, which I assume means like certain attacks oh. and stuff. And the trailer showcase they sort of showed some of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, tra- the newest trailer for sure does because it shows stuff like um, again. I don't. I can't even tell because it looks so good if it's a cutscene or if it's actually in-game or if it's one of these cinematic events, like, it starts off with Frieza blowing up Krillin, an infamous scene from the anime and manga, which then obviously triggers Goku to go Super Saiyan, and it looks incredible. There's another one where they replicate Frieza's final blast of rage that he does when Goku gives him energy, and then Goku just fires another blast straight back and just eliminates him. And there's a couple of other, like, choice scenes from from the anime... Like, Goku using Spirit Bomb on, on Kid Buu. It just... And I'm like, are these those cinematic moments? Because if they are, I am going to be memorizing the attacks and the conditions I need to meet to do these because I want to see them all. I want to see all of these. It, it almost seems like like Fighter's version of Fatalities. Yeah. Which, that's awesome. That sounds great. This is going to be a special game, John. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, it's probably my like my most anticipated, I think, at this point for next year. That's fair. That's fair. But which is pretty good because then you'll get it at the start of the year and you can get another one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. So you have another most anticipated. Like you, you, you can knock it out of the park early on in the year, and then you get you get another fr- you get another swing at it for for most anticipated. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, like I said before, I'm I'm pretty intrigued by it i think i'm gonna pick it up i'm gonna give the beta a go and see how i feel about it but if it it, may, it will play well because it's arc system works but i'm yeah i it's on my radar as well um about a week later though karen there's another fighting game that's up your alley that you've played a beta of recently it's true <laughs> comes out uh final fantasy dissidia nt comes out yeah, and again, uh, that recently got a new trailer from Jump Fiesta, and it looks like it's going to have... it's uh, Because the Dissidia games on PSP both had ridiculously long-winded and probably bigger than they needed to be story modes, and this looks like it will as well. And I hadn't... I don't think they'd really shown it off until this trailer, so I was always like, yeah, look, the beta was fun, but if there's no story mode, I won't get it. But they'll show the story mode now. So I guess I'm getting Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. Look forward to it. Thumbs up. It's uh yeah, look, that's a that's a stacked like Japanese Kyron week uh that you've got coming up in that oh. first week in the the first January. And like it's worth noting um, that Lost Fear that comes out like on January twenty oh, fourth yeah. is also on my radar because I did like yeah. I am Setsuna. So yeah, oh god! I've been meaning to download that demo and give it a go because I didn't play I Am Setsuna, but do you like Chrono Trigger? Oh yeah. Then I, I think I think Trigger. I think you should download the Lost Fear demo. Then I think 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Then you've, you've, you've sold me on that then. I don't know why. I sort of went to download it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I feel like playing it. But now you've said that. Yeah, I'm okay, not, I'm in. Not in any, like, great story way, but, like, just for the combat alone, I think if you download Lost Fear, you might find something there. Oh, man. Fucking Chrono Trigger is such a good game. So good. Uh, all right. So, jumping into February. Which is, again, uh, it's packed. It's pretty damn packed. Uh, we got the Shadow of the Colossus remaster. It's coming out on the 6th of February. Um, I'm keen to jump back into that uh, and actually finish it. I've not finished it. I know oh, what happens. Really? Um, yeah, no, I never finished it. I never... I actually... I... <laughs> I sort of had the ending spoiled for me. Oh, no. I can't, I can't remember how, but I'd had it spoiled for me. So my only knowledge of, like, seeing exactly what happens is watching the Game Grumps play it. <laughs> um, which I feel is still a pretty good experience. It is. Because like... it was, it's um it's pretty great. Um, Soul crushing, but great. Uh, Bad ending, man. But yeah, so that, Oh Jesus! It's some heavy shit. It's just uh, it's just bleak and makes you question why you did what you did. You're just like, well, I, yeah. Oh, it's mm. oh. If you haven't played Shadow of the Colossus, it would be a great time to jump into it and experience uh, just exactly what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, later on in the month, the fifteenth, we've got Dynasty Warriors Nine. It's probably going to be very. Dynasty Warriors, look, which is not a bad thing. I love Warriors games, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is open world. All right, but I haven't been I haven't been following it super closely. But I do follow Jim Sterling on Twitter, and Jim Sterling is a huge Warriors fan, and he is not right. hot on this game. Oh, okay. He, so it might be one just to sort of keep an eye on. Yeah, like the open world. Nature of a game seems great, but apparently, again, it's not out yet. So this might be different when it's out. But for stuff they're showing off, apparently, a lot of characters who usually have really interesting weapons have been like sort of scaled down, and like the weapons are a bit more generic, which could be bad. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Like, and that's I guess that's a concern. Like, if if we get an open world. Dynasty Warriors game at the cost of fun and unique characters, is it worth it? I would say no, but... Mm, okay. Hmm. Uh, also on the same day, though, we've got uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Comes to PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I want this game. Uh, I didn't realise this was coming to PS4, <laughs> so I am now excited for this. It sounds like hardcore Skyrim, like except obviously not dragons. It's like like medieval fantasy, like real life. And yeah, yeah, like like proper medieval fantasy. Oh, kind man, of I'm so like I, mm. like all your armor pieces can be changed individually, and there's layers. Yeah, and oh, oh man, I'm just gonna and like. I'm gonna, serious oh. consequences for like story uh, choices and things like that as well. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's it, it, it's uh, it's promising a lot, and if it pulls it off, then yeah, it's gonna be pretty special. I think I'm gonna lose myself in that game. Mm, yeah, does it have multiplayer? I don't think so. I think it's a single player experience. Oh, okay. 
that that's that's totally fine. I'm totally okay with that. But if it had some sort of co-op, that'd be cool. Um, uh, oh, again, also on the same day, Owlboy comes out on the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I have not played it yet, and I am 100% buying that for my Switch because, fuck yeah, uh, and I really want to play Owlboy, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, like, I, um, I own it on Steam, but I will be buying the Switch version because I want to support that yep. game. Yep, fair enough. Awesome. Uh, or the next day, on the 16th, Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 for the Switch. Fucking compulsory purchase there. Yeah, if you want a Switch, um, do us a favor and buy yes. that. Show Platinum I know and show Nintendo yeah. that you love Bayonetta. Yeah, and you should love Bayonetta yes. because it's fucking great. It's really good, and it's fun, and the combat is great, and it's just that platinum magic, uh, and both games are just awesome, and batshit crazy. The end of fucking Bayonetta 1, oh my god. Oh my god. The, that the end of Bayonetta 1 incredible. to this day, still, I don't know if I fully understand it. I just, it it's fucking nuts, and I, in the 100% the best possible way. Uh, oh my god. So good. So fucking... You've heard us waffle on about Bayonetta before. Just fucking buy it, please. Um, and you get two games for one. Like it, It's just... It is a crime if you do not buy that for the Switch and you own a Switch. If you don't own a Switch and you know you're going to own one in the future, still buy it. Just... They're so good. Yeah, I mean, because um, Bandit 2 didn't really uh, get the, on the 20th, love oh, it yep. deserved in, on Wii U because the Wii no, U just didn't no, do no. great. So this Switch version is a chance for it to finally get recognition. Uh, coming out on the 20th of February is Metal Gear Survive. Now, look, we're... Yeah, I know it's the things that we're looking forward to, but this is something that we've both been morbidly curious in so i think it's going to be a game that we might buy maybe who knows but um i haven't watched that most recent single player trailer yet i can't bring myself to watch it yet i, I, I might when we finish recording i think i'm gonna to have to watch it for the sake of anyone out there listening who hasn't watched it but is curious the best way i can describe it but the trailer focuses on the single player stuff which is not what i care about i'm not there i want the co-op i want the co-op oh yeah but it focuses on single player and like it sort of seems like Metal Gear State of Decay where okay. but it does have base building. Now right. I did the base idea was kinda cool in Metal Gear Solid Five, how you could like research certain things and all that, but like this one you have like you design your base and I kind of That's dig cool. that. I kind of really like all that. Right. Alright, well look if I can if I can somehow like Forget the fact that it is some like attached to the Metal Gear franchise. If it's really bad, then yeah, all right. Um, we'll see how I go. Um, <laughs> at the end of February, we got Payday Two coming to the Switch. Um, maybe, maybe I don't know. Oh, I I think I've had my time with with Payday Two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then that's a no. Then and we're moving on. <laughs> it's going to be a no for it, me. Yeah, it's going to be a no. Uh, uh, in March, on the 13th of March, we've got the Devil May Cry HD Collection. Um, I never played the Devil May Cry games, so I might pick that up. Uh, just to sort of catch myself up for the inevitable De- uh, Devil May Cry 5 announcement. The worst kept secret in the industry. Oh, boy. 
Oh man, I can't wait for that press conference at E3. Also, it's um, I mean you you played the Bayonetta games now, so I think you might actually enjoy Devil May Cry a bit. Yeah, I think that's why I want to because I like I, I want to go back to them because I I I do appreciate that type of game now. So I think that's probably what's dragging me towards it more than anything else. Um, on the twentieth, that's a oh man, the twentieth oh. of March is a stacked day. Um, we got the uh, Attack on Titan two game uh, coming out for pretty much everything. Joel, Attack on Titan two. I was originally because oh, I played Attack on Titan one. I think I spoke about it on the podcast when I picked it up. It's great. It's yep. really great. It's fun. I played a little bit of it at your house, and yes, it is great. It's, I need great. to actually play it more. Uh, well, you don't need to now because you can get this one. So Attack on Titan two. I at first I was like, oh yeah, cool. They're doing a sequel, but. It, so it tells the same story, season one story of the anime, and also the season two section of the story from the anime, which is only about 12 episodes long. I was like, how how can they justify selling me this game again, when I know I'd probably buy it anyway? Mm. The answer, Joel, is yeah. a simple simple answer that most of these games are doing now, and that is uh, Avatar character. Awesome. You make your own Attack on Titan like soldier... And you play through the story with the with the main characters and the cast all sort of looking to you and talking to you like, oh, well, fine, have my money, just cool. have all it. Right. I'm awesome. in. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch season two by that by that point, aren't I? Yeah, it's really short. It's like twelve episodes. Yeah, long. I yeah I just I've just been really lazy and haven't done it. I think I'm gonna do it um, in the next couple of weeks. I was actually talking about it with Ash the other day. I'm like, we really need to watch two. I think about season She's two read the manga sometimes, though, so, yeah. and I just. I get stressed out and I it makes me sad. That's how season two gets I think me. I'm, I think I'm going to watch it without her because she's she's read the manga of that stuff. So I think she's like that's why she's not as super interested in watching it. Oh, I, you know what, Joel? I almost don't care and I want her to watch it just because of 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 how Things. perfect <laughs> it is and how okay heartbreaking it is. I want her to watch it still. All right, I will, I will, I will pass that message on to her when I go to watch it. Uh, on the same day as well, we got Sea of Thieves for PC and Xbox One. Um, Pirates Life, Joel. I yeah, it'd be great if I had the fucking console or the PC to play it. That's on. fair. It's um, honestly the first time ever I've looked at a Microsoft game and gone, "Oh, you bastards." Yeah, I know. You're like, in your mind, you're like, oh, fucking lucky I bought that Xbox One that I did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's a thing, though. Like, if I have one, and, like, a couple of other people we know have one, but, like, the big yeah. group of us, that's what I really want. Um, look, um, not, had not, I not just come back from Japan, I would have absolutely bought one of those ones on that Black Friday sale. I would still say don't. Holy shit. Like, it's a good game. Yeah. It's going to be a good game, but, like, I don't know, man, a whole console for it, eh... No, but kind of, I could play Sunset Overdrive as well. I could play Forza Horizon 3. I've got... There's enough that I could justify almost. At that price, especially, I could have justified it. Cuphead. I'd finally get to play fucking Cuphead. Damn it. God damn. <laughs> uh, and also on the same day, um, on March 20, we've got Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. The, um, the Dragon of Dojima. The Dragon of Dojima. I need to fucking finish Yakuza Zero. Please Holy try balls. to get a bit further in. I I'm gonna I'm gonna try and barrel through it tomorrow and th- over the next few days. I think I've decided. 
it's well in my spare time. I the Yakuza series is a series I'd never tried. I'd never tried it. I'd always seen it and heard yep. about it, and we're like, oh, that looks it looks like you know GTA Japan, something like that. It isn't that exactly. By the way, it's not that, it's and I not that at all. I'm so excited that it's not that, and I only tried it again thanks to the Easy Allies, Easy Allies who I've listened yep. to constantly now, and I yep. took the plunge on Yakuza Zero on sale, and it is a very good game, and the Yakuza yep. series is a very good series. It's almost a year since I bought that game, Kyron. How crazy is that? It's in, like, February. It'll be a year since I bought that game. Actually, January even. I don't know. Yeah, like, early January. I think I bought it after Christmas. Man, fuck. Okay, I'm going to finish. I'm going to try and barrel through that. You really do. Um. Yep, cool. And then I've got fucking Kiwami and then Six to play. Uh, no, no, no biggie. And then, no biggie. And then Kiwami 2 will come out as well in English. Yep, yeah, because Kiwami means extreme. It does. Um, it does. <laughs> it does. It's my favorite thing. Uh, on the 21st, Kyron, this one's for you, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Now, I think that's the Japanese date, I think. Okay. I think for All right. everyone else, it's sort of the vague window. It could be the same date. It could be. I don't think they've locked it in yet. If it is, okay. God help me. I just don't have time for it. <laughs> I want got, to play that's, it. That's... Though that 48 hours is going to be hell for you. Um, uh, and then the next couple of days, uh, this is where I get to go through the pain. Uh, on the 23rd, we have A Way Out, uh, the game by uh, Joseph Farris of the Game Awards fame, or maybe also Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. But uh, I think he's probably better also, known for his speech now. I think so. I think that's going to go down infamy, that one. Um and also on the same day, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom, which I am super excited for. Yeah. Especially after playing it at PAX, man. I'm fucking hyped as for that game. Playing it at PAX went a long way for making me want to play this game. And Oh yeah. I was initially annoyed that it got delayed, but you know what? If it's a better game, then go nuts. That's exactly yeah. If you're gonna improve it, that take your time. I do not mind. Um uh then a week later, on the 27th of March, Far Cry 5, as it just got recently uh, delayed as well, into the, this slot. Uh, I'm going to buy that, probably, because I'm still pretty interested in it. Um, I hope it's more engaging for me personally than 4 was. I hope it recaptures that Far Cry 3 magic for me. I'm, I'm hoping that the new location, the vastly different voca- location, um, will help. And the setting as well. My main concern is the setting and like the story and the characters and all that. There's a lot of potential there. And I worry that Ubisoft isn't going to say anything of importance. Yeah, I I think it's hard to, especially coming off the back of Wolfenstein 2. Exactly. did have the balls to say that. Um, And like, not only say it, but fucking rip its head off, slam it into the ground, and then curb stomp it. Like, it was just... It was ruthless in its portrayal of what it was trying to say. Um, so, yeah, it's got a tough act to follow. I I really... I have... I do have faith in Ubisoft for to, to maybe try and pull this off in some way, shape, or form. It might not be as amazing as it could have been, but I feel like it's going to be, the very least, pretty damn good. Um... Because I actually cared about the storyline of Watch Dogs 2. Um, so 
that was impressive to make it for, make me care about a story in a sequel of a game that I absolutely detested the first of. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how we go with that. Fingers crossed. It's, fingers crossed indeed. Uh then we move into April. Uh only a couple of things in April. We got uh We Have You Few. I'm still morbidly curious in this, but my, my nah. interest is nope. waning in a little bit, but no, nah, my yeah. I mean unfortunately my interest vanished when it went from the really interesting looking game that it was when it was first revealed to being a open like a sandbox craft survi- crafting survival game. Yeah. Um I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna keep my eye on it, but I'm not it's not not topping any of my lists at the moment of anticipation. Uh also on the same, uh, about a week later though, Kyron Trails the Cold Steel Two Kai. I never finished Is it on PS4 on Vi- on, P- on Vita, and like that could be a good to, way to play it. I just wanted to bring it up, uh, just so we could, you know, mourn the fact that we didn't actually do that. Um, but yeah, so that's about all the the actual like locked in release dates that we've got at the moment. There's a few other things that are coming out next year that I think we're both pretty excited for, or at least interested in which I, I needed to preface that before I mentioned this next game, which uh, is Anthem. Um, I am so curious about Anthem. I am very curious about Anthem. I'm I'm, I'm wondering how EA is going to fuck it up. They managed to fuck up Star Wars. I think like, if they were doing... Royally fuck up Star Wars. If they were going to do anything to fuck up Anthem, they might be pedaling back on that right now because the Battlefront 2 backlash has been huge. Hope so. I would fucking hope so. Because if they didn't, then they've not learned anything, and then we should learn from this and not support them at all. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's that's going to be interesting to see. I think it's more of an interesting uh, curiosity that we've got for that game. Um, Before you continue Mutant... down the list, oh. you yeah. you would be remiss to or remiss to to pass up Ace Combat Seven. Skies yeah, actually... unknown. I, I might even jump into this no played Ace Combat game, but I mean, the trailers for that game look fucking cool. Yeah, um, like it looks like. So the Ace Combat series, obviously, like it's a combat flight simulator, jets. You know, you know what to expect from that. But the trailers have been focusing on what looks like a very anime storyline, and I am in. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, we both know that your housemate is very excited for that game. That's the other reason I was like, no, we cannot skip this. He will, yeah, he will no, never that, let that me one, hear the end of it if I don't mention it. That one's for you, Brendan. That's yeah, that good, good call, good call. Um, yeah, Biomutant is coming out some point next year. Um, I'm very interested in that. I just because it seems like something I I could get behind. Um, it, it looks like it could. It potentially be the horizon of next year. Whoa, maybe. Uh, maybe not to that as grand a scale, but I think it's going to be the same sort of game that people go. This is this new IP? They're taking a big risk on something. Um, it has the potential to to fill that void next year. I think. Okay, that's more reasonable. Draft your tweets. Draft your tweets. Draft your tweets. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, we've got uh, at some point maybe the. First half of the year, sometime. Uh, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. I yes, yes, please, more Castlevania. Yes, yes, yes. I am. Um, I would like to play that game, please. Uh, there's that Call of the Cthulhu game that looks pretty interesting. 
unfortunately for you, Trailers for. Um, looks very survival horror-y, but with that uh, Lovecraftian vibe to it. So that could be on my radar. terrifying. On my radar for uh, yeah. survival horror. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And also for your housemate as well, because it's Cthulhu. Yeah, um, Lovecraftian horror. <laughs> yep, good old Lovecraftian horror. <sighs> Shivers. Um, Code Vein, maybe. Yeah, like I, that game. I'm still after the demo at PAX. I'm still not yeah. sure either way. Yeah, no, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Concrete Genie, on the other hand, very excited for. I'm interested in that game. I like the art style. I like the fact that it is the art that comes to life and is like your your monster friends that you draw yourself. I'm pretty interested in seeing that game and 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 what it has to offer. Um, I haven't actually watched the demo, the gameplay demo from PSX yet. I need to watch that. Um, I think they had a panel as well. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they, um, they did have some sort of panel. Yeah, yeah, they had. They, there was at very least there was a gameplay demo. But yeah, um, Dark Side of Three. I never finished two because I got that game breaking bug. But I, I have tagged it for PlayStation Plus, so I want to go back to it. I don't know if this is making 2018. Really, when was that revealed? Like, I don't think it will. Yeah, this year. year. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be surprised if it does, but if it does, good for it. Um, it's on my radar, at least, anyway, because those games are fun. At the very least, they're fun. Uh, but Days Gone, I'm still kind of interested in that game. Um, Sony has gone quiet on it. They have, which is worrying. Oh, but it had a very big presence at, um, at PSX. It had a quite impressive booth area, um, from what I could see. It was like, they had like like hanging bodies and like people dressed up in makeup and shit scaring people and and like booths set up in really weird locations it was uh they had like the 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 weird like freaker bear thing that was like you could the photo opportunity in that booth was you could ride the motorbike with a freaker bear chasing you i was like that's kind of cool um so it was i mean they, they were just like we haven't forgotten about it um detroit become human very interested in that. I want to believe. I want to believe in David Cage, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I that's how I feel as well. But um, I I mean, every time I see more of it or I see a new trailer for it, I'm like, this does look really good. I just hope they nail it. I hope he gets it right. I hope they get it right. Come on, Quantic Dream, you can do it. Um, Dragon Quest Builders two and Dragon Quest Builders for the Switch. Um, I didn't play that. My wife played a lot of the first one because I bought it for her for Christmas last year, uh, and she really liked it. I'd, I'd wake up some days and she'd been playing it for like six hours straight. Um, so yeah, she's would probably be very interested in that. And now she's going to have her own Switch. She might definitely jump back into that. Actually, that's a good point. Um, good idea. She's excited about that. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Keep that in the uh, put that on the back burner. Uh, Dreams at some point next year. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, uh, I mean, the trailer from PSX had the 2018 year on it, which I think is more than we've gotten in the past. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I'll believe it when I see it, Moving Molecule. I think it's becoming a feasible thing that they can that they can package and put out. Like, it... Again, yeah. they showed up at... Like, there was a... Pretty sure there was a, some hefty demos at PSX, yeah. and... And people saying they've played it as well. Yeah, I... Look, Same it's a game that I will probably buy, but not because I want to make stuff. 
but because I want to play what everyone else makes, because I guarantee they're going to make incredible things in this game. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll see. I'll see it when it comes out. Uh, God of War. Yes. Very How do we not have a day for that yet? I know. It's, it's fucking ludicrous at this point, but um, I, want, I want to play that game. Every time I see it, I'm like, yes, I am ready to jump back into the world with Kratos. I am I'm old man grumpy Kratos. Again, as we discussed earlier with, uh, with Hellblade, this game is right up my alley because we're going yep. to Norse mythology. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Fucking yes. Let's do it for sure. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition for the Switch, oh, uh, PS4 and I'm Xbox so One. I'm so excited. Yeah, very excited for that. I want to play it. I've very heard nothing but incredible things about it. Very, very excited for that. Um, ooh, what else have we got? Left Alive? <laughs> Maybe? Next year? Which one is Left Alive? Is Left Alive the one... I'm right in thinking that's the one by... The, the not Metal Gear one? Yes. Doubt. That's next year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is that one. But also, yeah. I. Mm, if it is, then yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Again, we know very little about it, but the pedigree of people involved, um, and I oh, mean, just that concept art, that poster was enough to get me excited. Oh, that Metal Gear art. I was just like, that All Metal right. Gear art. I mean, yes, yes, please. Uh, Mega Man Eleven. Oh, the Blue Bomber I've, is back. I've not played a Mega Man game. So, maybe? <laughs> this yeah. might be the one? I this think... Might, well, we might have got to Mega Man X as part of uh, playing with Superpower by that point. So, I might have played one by the time it comes Ooh, out. You might be Mega Man ready. I might be. I might, it might be a good lead-in. Maybe we should save that for when Mega Man 11 comes out. We'll do it before. Build hype. I'm giving my ideas away. Anyway, next. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Metro Exodus. Uh, I've, again, not played any in the series, but uh, there's weird, like, post-apocalyptic future on a train. Sure, why not? Yeah, like, the, the focus on, like, going down and exploring the subway tunnels and the monstrosities down there, the importance of oxygen watching the radiation like there's so much to like about these games i've just never finished one i want to make exodus the first one i finish it's um yeah i i think i might jump into that again depending on when it comes out uh it definitely might be something i jump into uh project octopath traveler i'm very curious to see if that's a next year and like a 2018 game the demo they put up was pretty good like full full english voiceover for a lot of the characters like everything localized obviously i don't think it keeps the name and that's no that's no. the thing that's sort of being hotly speculated now okay what will it be called people are thinking it's gonna get some sort of final fantasy branding and i wouldn't be surprised oh I mean, okay but like it also it is essentially like a successor to the Bravely Default series, so maybe it'll follow that yeah. line. Maybe it's like a crossover. Because like I don't, I mean, Project Octopath Traveler just doesn't roll off the tongue. 
I don't know. I kind of like it. it you it, call it pot for short. I no. Who's who's? <laughs> it's gonna go home. Just gonna go home and jump on some pot. Yeah, just gonna go. Just gonna go bust out some pot. Man, I hit I hit the pot. I hit pot like really hard last night, man. I mean, I, I did a lot of pot Ooh. last night. So much pot. <laughs> classic, classic. Oh humor. man, if it if it does come out and it's called that, I'm referring to it as that. And nothing else. So God look forward it. to that one, everyone. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> uh, Psychonauts 2, I never finished the first one. Um, but I'm sure it's going to be great because, I mean, Jack Black dropped in the, the Jumanji trailer that was in the Game Awards that he's in it in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't um, really surprise me. He's pretty good buddies with Tim Schafer. I'm just yeah, glad he's that he's these games, yeah. I'm just glad he's getting to make Psychonauts too. I'm so happy that he can do it. Yep. Fuck yeah. And James Willems is gonna be in it. Yeah, as a toilet, isn't it? As a toilet, yeah. Excellent. Toilet. That's I that if if nothing else gets me to play it, that that will. <laughs> so James Willems uh, as a toilet. Fucking yeah. Uh Red Dead Redemption two. Oh, this I, is a big one. Yes. I mean, yes, it's going to be good. Whenever we get it, it's going to be fantastic. So, yes. I, I believe it will be next year, but, I the, yeah, the only question is when. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to think about it. I just, I can't. Oh, I can't. Whenever it comes, it's just, I'll fucking explode money at it. <laughs> Deal with it then. Yeah, I'll just be like, oh, yes, please. Uh, much like the next game, Spider-Man, whenever that comes, yeah, I'm in. I'm super keen for that game. Spider-Man, um, I remember seeing the E3 stuff and thinking, yeah, this looks okay. I wasn't crazy about the QTE stuff, but then there was that trailer mm-hmm. they put out, I think, at Paris Games Week? Games Week, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, where it showcased some Peter Parker stuff and all that. I was like, yep. okay, all right, now we're talking my language. Have you watched that like three and a half minute video that they put out over PSX? I actually haven't. Is it any good? Yes. Then I, I will watch it. I will watch it then. Um, there's not much new in it. They do show off a bit of the swinging. I'm so. I'm um, just gonna swing around the city. I don't even care. Yeah, and the swinging, the, the very brief snippets of it that they show looks awesome. Uh, and also, they talk about the fact that, um, so the whole idea of Mister Negative, uh, Martin Lee, the guy who is Mister Negative, when he's not Mister Negative, he's running. Uh, a, like a, a a shelter, like a, like a, a food shelter for homeless people, um, called Feast. Um, so obviously, like it brings out that whole thing about like where Spider Man obviously wants to bring down Mister Negative, but if he does that, it's going to impact on this homeless shelter. So that's the Peter Parker side of him coming out. But also, Aunt May works at one of the shelters. Oh God. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. Okay. This seems like it's going to have some interesting story choices in it, so I'm that made me really excited, um, even more so than I I was before for it, which was very very excited. It's one of those games that the um, more I see of it, the more uh, confident I am it's going to be great. Yeah, I think, and I think they're doing the right thing by playing their cards very close to their chest with it. Yes, because they know it's going to sell well because it's fucking Spider Man. Uh, and it's also, if you, you're like a game nerd like we are, it's Insomniac, so they make good stuff. Like it's going to be of a good quality, um, for the most part. So, yeah, 
sure. And for Sony, uh, it's a it's a platform exclusive, so they will be putting exactly. in a lot of care and effort into making sure this game is done right. Yep. Marvel, which is owned by Disney, are going to be like you know watching over like a hawk. Sony's going to be watching over like a hawk. So the pressure is on, and I feel like it's going to pay off. I think so. In this case, mm. I'm confident. Um, yeah, I'm confident for it as well. Uh, is there anything else sticking out to you here at the moment? There's a few things here, but I don't know whether if uh, anything. Once gonna... again, for Brennan, uh, System Shock, believe. I don't know if that's really got a guaranteed date, but if it comes out next year, good. Didn't it have a, it was a crowdfunded this year. Yeah, it was crowdfunded. It was a, it's a crowdfunded yeah. game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sure, that'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, Wolf Among Us season two. I'll eventually play one. Um, probably, hopefully before two. Fingers crossed. Uh, uh, this list but, reminds me that we're getting, we're meant to be getting, we haven't seen it yet, but we're meant to be getting a Fire Emblem game next year. You certainly are. Oh, um, that's exciting. But also, also, Kyron, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Oh my God, I forgot about that as well. Uh, boy, oh, we'll get some more Travis Touchdown. Fucking give me that suit of 51 bullshit. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Uh... And yeah, I think that might be oh, oh, Wargroove. You're, ex- yeah. you're excited about Wargroove. War- yeah. Wargroove, man. Like, you, aren't you? You like Advance Wars. Um, let's not talk about Advance Wars. Okay, you don't like Advance Wars. <sighs> I like Advance Wars when it's not bullshit. Oh, because of all the stupid powers. Fucking dual strike. Fucking yeah, dual strike I, I feel you. I don't know. Fucking... I'm hoping this doesn't go too far down that road. I hope. I hope not. God damn it. Fucking dual strike. Is Nothing worse than getting bent over by like bullshit. all the abilities triggering. That you don't have access to and you don't get access to until you win that battle. Yeah. It's fucking horseshit. It's horseshit. I've, I've said this before. I played that game in a fucking loader card. I used cheats and I still couldn't get past that fight. I was like, this is bullshit. I never played it again. Gotta get so good, mad. Gotta get good scrub. Fucking, fucking. Get anyway. good. Um, but yeah, that's about it that we've sort of got off this uh, Wikipedia article that we're looking at. Uh, I'm sure there's stuff that we've missed that we're probably there's, both really excited for. There's so many games coming, and like we're, oh, yeah. we're still in 2017, so it's going to be another crazy year by the looks of it. Oh yeah, it's going to be nuts, and I think well, that's, that's where even without the potential for like whatever's going to happen in this fucking Switch presentation that's supposed to be happening in January. Um, oh, yeah, the one that EA, but EA outed in their yep. marketing like roadmap for Fay, 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 yeah, I think it's Fae. called Fay, 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 Fum. I was about to say um, exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So and and then like you know E three next year, like who fucking knows what's gonna happen? And then the Game Awards. If if this year's Game Awards were anything to go by, then I can't imagine how big next year's is gonna be. So. Jeff Kelly was very um, quick to to calm people down when they think about the next you know game awards because I think this year's one, as he said, I'm pretty sure he said himself, it benefited from a lot of developers ha- having new stuff to announce. Like true. it was just right yeah. time. Next year's could have the same, or it could have less. It depends. We might actually know at next year's game awards what the. F- Fuck from software are working on. Uh, hey, look, the, the, the from software guy, one of the, the PR guys, said in the next twelve months. So I'm going to bank yep, on E3. See? 
at E3, surely. Surely. And I will lose my mind and pre-order immediately. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, No, new IP, I think. I think it's going to be a new IP. Oh, yeah. I I think it'll be a new IP for sure. Cross-platform or exclusive? Uh, No way. If it's exclusive, I'll be shocked because how would Sony even think of letting From Software be the only logo on that screen if it was on a Sony platform? True. Mm, anyway um but yeah like good things to look forward to next year lots of interesting things to look forward to next year without whatever's being worked on in uh in the bowels of some of our favorite development studios oh boy it's exciting to think about it is i joel in january we could see metroid prime 4 we could see metroid prime 4 just let that sink in we could see bayonetta 3 could we could could we could see what from software's up to <laughs> fuck oh I my god want, i just want to know what from software's doing just just tell I me guys i want to know uh, i just it's, i promise we promise we won't talk about it on the show promise no leaks here maybe i'm definitely not crossing my fingers right now totally not you've given it you've given it away we're, we're screwed now ah oh, fuck damn it you blew it it's not video it's not video damn it um Awesome. Uh, but I think it's time we move into some questions. We've got one this week. Uh, we already answered one from Brod about our thoughts about The Last Jedi, which we obviously didn't want to talk about too much because one, we're a video games podcast, and two, it's super spoilery. And so... it, it, it came out days ago, and I don't blame mm-hmm. people who don't want to see it immediately because it's busy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but anyway... Thank you very much, Brod. Uh, Broderick is, of course, the host of the Hunting Seasons podcast, who they've just wrapped up their first season, uh, their 50th episode, uh, in which they talked about Firefly. And it, not only can you listen to it, you can also watch them. So go and find them on YouTube and search for Hunting Seasons. Um, give them a subscribe and watch their Firefly breakdown, which I did uh, yesterday, I believe. And it is very good. And it reminded me that I need to watch Firefly again because it has been too long. So <laughs> the show that um, should have been around longer than it was. Hey, it, look, if you want to hear some 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 hot takes about that, the the, the whole idea behind that, uh, watch that Hunting Seasons episode because I was like, actually, it's a good point. Um, but yeah, Damascus has some very good points. Big big old thumbs up. Thumbs up, like I, I'm not in agreement. Not in agreement. They're different things. Yeah. I didn't want to be like I was like super behind what what, what she said, but I was like, yeah, it's a very very valid point. Um, but we have a question from the one, the only, Mister Sean Kirkpatrick, the legend, the myth, the mystery, the man. He got uh, a song this week. Yeah, that's mm. now his theme song, Joel. You've made a terrible mistake. Fuck. Fuck. God damn it. I keep making terrible life choices on this podcast. I recommend um, in future, just clip that out. <laughs> now nah, I'm committed to it now. Oh, just, okay. All I'll, right. I'll, Get ready. Get it's ready, gonna, Sean. It's going to evolve. 2018 is the... Like, by the end of next year, it's going to be like a fully-fledged... Oh, God. Why do I talk sometimes? By the end of next year, it's going to be... This, the podcast will be just that song, and then we'll, we'll yeah. talk for like five minutes. You'll be like, hey guys, we're this podcast, and this week we played this, and oh, bye. And then it plays again. It's done. <laughs> and you sing, um, you sing sure. for Sean. 
Exactly, yeah. Sean, of course, is the wonderful, amazing human being who designed all our fantastic logo and uh, design work uh, for all of our social medias. He also drew that amazing picture of us, um, which I adore. Um, he's just an all-round, genuinely lovely person and very, very, very talented young man um, who I have a lot of respect for. Uh, but Sean asks us this week, I'm sure you both have your picks for Game of the Year, but which one would you most like to see a sequel for? The obvious answer is, of course, Persona, and we know that's going to happen. So that's... Uh, we thought... We, we we did discuss this before. We thought maybe not that as our answer. Yeah, that's fair. Like, again, as you, yeah, you said, we're definitely getting that. And even like the other answers I could lean towards, like Nier, we know there's another Nier mm-hmm. coming. Like, there just is. Exactly. Zelda, so with same, you know. Exactly, yeah. All those little big games, Horizon, okay, just gonna they're, they're getting sequels. Um, but I mean, yeah, Horizon would be one I would definitely like to see a sequel for. That, um, I think there's more in that world that we need to not need to, but would be interesting to explore. So that would be one for me. Uh, would you still but, want to play as Aloy, or would you like a different character, or, um. See, I don't know. I I wouldn't be opposed to playing as Aloy again, but I would also be pretty keen by uh, as playing as a new character. I I'd sort of be happy either way, as long as they do it justice, like they've done with this first game. I don't mind. I think it would make more sense to go with a new character in a new, completely different part of the world. Um, that's yeah, probably would make the most sense. But who knows? I mean, I'm sure Gorilla's cooking something up at the moment. Um, you mean when, when they're not helping out Hideo Kojima? Yeah, well, that yeah, very true. Um, but the other game that sticks out to me is uh, de- I definitely want a sequel again to explore more of the world and to finish up the storyline. I think uh, would be uh, Wolfenstein, uh, Wolfenstein Two, the New Colossus in particular, but the Wolfenstein franchise. I would definitely like a third entry in the series, and I would like to see it wrap up the uh, BJ Blazkowicz storyline and sort of put an end to it for once and for all, um, just to sort of bookend it and sort of leave it as like the, the Blazkowicz trilogy almost, that you could sort of, you can see the box art now for the triple pack. Like I can see it in like two generations as like a, a collection. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and a fucking good collection at that because so far it's been two for two. So, um, And also we haven't fought Mecha Hill yet. So, oh yeah, and that's happening. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Um, but yeah, what about you, Karen? Is there anything from this year that's really stuck out Ooh. that deserves a sequel that you would like to see? I mean, there's a game I haven't finished yet that I really want to see get a sequel or some sort of follow up because what I have played of it has been great, and that is Hollow Knight by Team Cherry over in uh, South Australia. Awesome. I want more from that team. I don't know if it maybe maybe not necessarily a Hollow Knight too, but what I played of the first game is yeah, oh it's beautiful. The the level design feels fun. It's just the right level of like two D Dark Souls slash Metroidvania. Oh, I love it. I'm very excited to play it when it eventually comes to the Switch. I'm uh, next holding year. B- out. Believe oh, next yeah. year. Yeah, there's another one for the list of 2018 games. I'm excited to play. Yeah, but- Hollow Knight. Chuck it in there. Yeah, Hollow Knight and Switch particularly, yeah. Um, um, yeah, like, it sucks because so many of the games I would say are like, they're going to get sequels, like, for sure. Exactly. 
Maybe maybe Bethesda could do like a again on the Bethesda train, I guess. These guys are our hope for single player, I guess. Um, which I which I don't know if we talked about that in our our game awards uh, wrap up, but they also had a fucking great campaign video about the save player one campaign um, video that was like about single player campaign games. Yeah, when they had fucking all like the games excellent. on sale. Yeah, and fucking uh, Linda Carter was in it. I was like, fuck was yeah! Great. Like it, it was, was such the right amount of like poking fun. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I would like to see Bethesda... I forget... Oh, crap. What was the name of the studio? Uh, the studio that made Prey. Uh, Arcane? Yes, Arcane. Give that another run. Yep. Like, I I liked Prey. I think there is some room there for improvement. And if you polish that out, I reckon that could be a really good game. Yeah, I think... Well, I reckon they might give it another run because I think they're pretty... It sounds like they're pretty done with Dishonored, so... I hope so. Um, I hope I can look forward to a, a... Funnily enough, a proper Prey 2 as opposed to a Prey 2 that we were going <laughs> to get, but then got cancelled and instead we got Prey, Prey, even though we already have a game called Prey. I don't know, man. Sure, why not? No, that, that's just a good answer. Uh, but, Karen, I have four words for you. Yep. Doki, Doki... Literature club. So apparently, team. Oh crap! What's the team name? Team Salvano. Team Salvano. Something like that. Yeah. I hear that they are doing something next year. I don't know what it is. Oh, give it to me. I I, I don't know. I I, I happened upon it as I was like scrolling for reset error. A new thread got opened up for the Doki Doki, like arg stuff and i saw some people talking about it and i if if yes yes please just do it uh yeah team salvato yeah it's i i it's hard though because like obviously you want it to capture that magic again but it's so hard to see there's a new game coming from team salvato it's like oh what's the twist gonna be but i hope that they can they can pull the wool over everyone's eyes and maybe Maybe release it under a pseudonym, or uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there, there must be some way that they can get this game out. Pull like a borderline frog fractions and hide it in another game, or oh, that'd be crazy. even like like the 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 latest um, Five Nights at Freddy's game that got dropped out of nowhere, surprisingly. Because oh, Scott the Cawthorn, um the pizza pizza the pizza yeah, place simulator, whatever. It Freddy is. Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, or whatever. Yeah, it's that's called. the yeah. one. Yeah. But apparently, it's like a it's it's a legit Five Nights at Freddy's game. Oh, great! Yeah, apparently it's got elements to it. I haven't looked into it yet. Isn't it free honest, to play, but... or was it free to play? Oh, it might be. I like I said, I haven't looked into it. I just saw it pop up, and I'm like, cool. I will read about that when everyone's discovered it. <laughs> that's um, that's fair. Like those games are well, the traditional Five Nights games are pretty stressful and can be more frustrating than they are fun. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I am regardless of whatever, whatever it is, if it is a direct sequel or if it's a spiritual successor to Doki Doki Literature Club, whatever Team Salvato do next. Yes, please. Sign the both of us up. We'll be there oh, day yeah. one. Yep. 
Day and everyone else one. that we've made play it. Like, <laughs> which is a, which, which is will, yeah. Oh boy, mainly just Ben, but like it's yeah. And my housemate, I got him into it. Oh, and Brendan. Yep. So yeah, that's that's we have plans as well. We're 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 spreading the love. We're spreading Doki Doki. Yeah, yeah. Um, so watch this space. But um, yeah, is there anything else that's sticking out to you that oh, came out this year that so, could use a secret? It's tricky because, like I said, like a lot of them. Oh, like, actually, you know what, Joel? You know what? You know what? You know what? Give me a sequel to Mario and Rabbids. Yes. Yes. Ubisoft, get on that if you are not already, please. Fuck yeah. Gets, and maybe you could get like another franchise involved in it as well, like another Nintendo property. Like, open it up, man. Like, the I, seeing the success and how well-received the first game was, like... Surely you'd have other people going, hey, sure, why not? Let's let's talk. Like Yeah, like I just that game maybe the Smash Brothers of uh of turn based strategy. <laughs> that game still surprises me. Like it was so good and I can't believe it yeah. and I want more. Could you imagine if like fucking Link and Zelda rocked up? Would it be with, with, with like, Mario as well? Or... Yeah, why not? Or, or like, or even yeah, like that's a good point. There, maybe the rabbits get sucked into the fucking the world of Hyrule, and it's like, oh man, now I want that. <laughs> what if they get now sucked I into a world that. of Fire Emblem, and it's just a, it's just a turn based strategy oh, game? Oh, <laughs> Kyron, what about a turn based Metroid game? Uh, <laughs> that might be the really? limit. Hey, hey, people thought that Metroid in first person wouldn't work. Sort of different though, Joel, isn't it? Sort of different. It's, it's a little bit. Di- it's, it's a little bit different. different yeah. Let's be honest. Look, I, I was, I was, I was going for the, I was going for the low hanging fruit there, and it didn't pay. It's fine. Like you it's... will almost always get me on Metroid, but now I'm thinking about exactly. it. That's Same. the one where you won't. But I'd still oh. buy it if Metroid was Metroid was in the name. I'd buy it. No, no doubt. Animal Crossing with rabbits. Yep, Mario Rabbids Animal Crossing is Tom Nook Both. the bad guy. Yes. Oh, take down this, like, tyrannical fucking money mastermind. I would take distinct <laughs> pleasure in, in taking out Tom Nuke. <laughs> I hate that little bastard. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I think that's, um, I'm trying to think, is, is there anything else? Yeah. Not really, apart from like, all that, the, the ones, the obvious ones that we... A lot, just a lot of indie games. There were some really good indie games this year that I'd like to see continue. Again, maybe not direct sequels, but just keep going, guys. You're doing great. Give me, give me more Golf Story. Sidebar Games. Give me that shit. Give me that shit. Just give them a shout. Me, They're Australian. They're nearby. Just, yeah. Oh, man. I want to find... I. It's, it's my, like, my New Year's resolution. Find Sidebar. Get, Find sidebar and get an interview with sidebar games. That's my. I'm setting the bar, the sidebar super high. <laughs> Look, it's I important to, to have aspirations it. and goals. It'll just be me, like when like uh, Wayne and Garth meet, like Alice Cooper in Wayne's World. Like, <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Like that's that'll be me. That's so fair. I don't know whether it's going to be worth it in the in the long run, but I'm going to try. Oh, it's all boy. we ask. All we ask is that you try. Exactly. You know, because trying is good. 
I've got nothing. It's really late. I think we should wrap this one up, Kyron. <laughs> Thank you very, very much, Sean, for your question. Uh, if you want to check out Sean's work, you can draw, uh, check out Shawnee Boy Draws on Instagram, or you can go to seankirkpatrickdesigns.portfoliobox.net.au. I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm Again, I haven't I, said I, it for a while. I recommend you write it down in future. Hey, I haven't read it for a while. I'm just, I, it's, a, it's like a little test for me. See if uh-huh. I get it right. Yeah, it's Please fine. let me know if it's right. Sean, if you're listening, I know you are. Let me know if it's right. Um, but yes, thank you very much for your question, Sean. It's very good. Uh, but yeah, I think it's time to wrap this one up, Karen. Uh, it sounds good. As cool. always, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. If you've reached this point of the podcast, it means you've listened to us talk about a lot of video games and already becoming intimidated by what will be a gargantuan 2018. Yep, the anxiety is already kicking in. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Already, mm. my, my 2017 pile of shame is like, hey, guess what? Year's nearly over, mate. What next? And I'm like, no, 2018, that's what's next. Oh, God. Uh <laughs> But yeah, so if you want to keep up with us on keep up with us on the social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Both of those accounts are just dialogue options. If you search us, we should pop up. Uh, if you want to leave us a cheeky little like, thumbs up, star review, feedback, anything like that on like your podcast app of choice, whether that's iTunes or Podbean or any, there's so many. Uh, Podchaser is a recent one, but we 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 jumped on. We claimed our podcast page there. Just, we did, which is uh, run by or created by one of the other members of the Australian Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Uh, I believe it's Ben from uh, Bitstorm. Bitstorm. Yeah, yeah, those guys are fucking great. Speaking of which, <laughs> like, just always check out the the hashtag for AGPN on Twitter as well. There's a lot of great stuff out there. There uh, is a lot of good stuff out there. And if you're looking for new stuff to listen to, you'll probably find something there. Like, let's be honest mm-hmm. here, yeah. it's good stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter at LeonardManX, where mostly I, I think recently I've been talking about dodging Star Wars spoilers and surviving somehow, as well yep. as just just lamenting the general displeasure I have for Christmas right now. A little bit scroogey. Uh, it happens, unfortunately. Oh, yep. and also, also, Joel, I did retweet that gorgeous... Uh, vinyl soundtrack for Persona 5 from I Am 8-Bit. It looks oh, incredible. Karen, I don't want to talk about it because I want to drop so much well, money. I, I, I have thing. talked about it now. I'm sorry. I can't take it back oh, and I will not take it back. I'm going to buy it. Where can I find Merry you, Merry Christmas Joel? to me. You can find me at Jolly Mac, uh, where I tweeted out my opinions on The Last Jedi. Not spoilers, just you know, uh, and yeah, merely pointed out that the uh, opinions of lots of people online are very polarizing. So take that as you will. That's all I've been tweeting about. I've been really boring this week. Got your Twitter more, man. Got to get more on the Twitters. Right. I didn't do my crunches this week, Karen. <laughs> There's always next time. Disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Uh Okay, so we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux, Strike Witches Get Bitches Take Us Out, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya! Bye!